Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I thought we should talk. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to start. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. Hey, Allie, if you're gonna have soup with milk, Brooke, what kind of soup is it gonna be? Is it gonna be the same soup for both of you? Is it gonna be a hot soup? Is it gonna be a cold soup? Are you gonna have bread? Are you gonna have crackers with it? I need more details. Finally, a question about something important. Butt stuff? Yeah, the butt stuff. Butt stuff? Butt stuff? You're not known to be a humble man, but I wonder. I think I am actually humble. I think I'm much more humble than you would understand. It's a cover story, so liberals can raise all that money. You all that money? Gotta make a super max prison for us conservatives like me. Keep it a hundred. And now, uh, no, no, no. No to which part? No to the whole thing. It doesn't sound good to me. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Thursday, the twenty second of August. What's up, players? Yo, yo. I don't have a uh, a lot of experience with uh, drug addicts. I'm not a heathen, heathen Los Angelino like you guys are. Hmm. Yeah, but it only affects people in Los Angeles. That's correct, mm-hmm. yeah. As you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying, you know, you run with your rough crowd. <laughs> right. And um, <laughs> I'm just not around it. Right. I mean, I'm you're li- not around it in part because you go to matinee shows and stuff like that, right? <laughs> right. So I'm li- Weird I'm Al in- shows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm, not a lot of drug addicts at the Weird Al show. Right. That you know of. Um, I'm living a pretty clean life. Yeah. So it's kind of eye-opening and shocking to me to hear Beer Mug plan his next Wahoos fix because he is jonesing already because he hasn't had Wahoos for 18 hours and he just doesn't know when he's going to be able to get to another one. And it's just, it's like watching him freak out. You think it's time for an intervention? Well. Because we do have Dr. Drew on the show today. So. Mugs, what's going on, man? You seem like you're suffering already this morning. Yeah, man. I mean, I haven't had it in months. And I had a little taste yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, did they give it to you free? First one's free? No. I had to pay for it, but I'm willing to pay more, man. I Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's so sad because they're all gone around uh, the, the, the greater Los Angeles area because the rent is too damn high. Right. So we we need to, like, bring them back here. In the same way that, like, a heroin addict, you see the tracks on their arm. Mm-hmm. I, I see salsa all over his shirt. <laughs> yeah. And, like, guac. Guac. Yeah. yeah. Mux was uh, naming every past, present, and hopefully future Wahoo's mm-hmm. location this wow. morning. Yeah. Just bemoaning wow. the ones that used to be there. Like the sites he used to get high when he went by to buy a Wahoo's, and now he can't. It just breaks his heart to even think about those streets anymore. You guys forget that he doesn't eat outside of this building, right? You guys forget that because he comes in here and he just demolishes anything around. What did you have for breakfast the other day? 
Uh, yesterday I had a chicken salad sandwich with some Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. It was like 7 a.m. <laughs> you said it didn't fulfill you, though, and you didn't feel good about it. Oh, no, yeah. The sandwich and the Doritos I felt icky about. He regretted it. Uh-huh. It no. wasn't nourishing. Okay. What'd you have at Wahoo's yesterday? Oh, I had my chicken teriyaki bowl with Mr. Lee's sauce, a side of sour cream, a side of green sauce, and some taquitos, baby. I've never, I've never seen a more passionate. Nope. <laughs> and some taquitos, baby. Um, will you? So Santa Monica's the closest? Yeah, Santa Monica, Santa Monica's the closest, but it's just a pain to get down there because of the traffic. So yeah. I, his dealer mean? <laughs> I'm just, just trying to understand right? the quandary that he's in. Yeah. Being Wahoo's free, it's just got to be tough. Every day, it's got to feel like a year to you. I don't know, Bean. You got the hookup? You know a guy? I don't. Oh. I'm sorry. Like I said, I don't hang out with druggies. After 30 days, he gets a coin. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never make that. No. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> well, good luck, Muggs. Thank you. I just want you to know, I feel your pain, man. I don't understand it, but I am empathetic to it. I'm trying. Um, Allie, I know that you're out. But how about the rest of you for an epic cruise around the world? Me like it. Not a huge cruise fan. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. of all the murder? No, nothing to do with murder. A little do bit it. with Get. the pushing off? No. When you're in the water, you're like, ah, oh, that was my husband. No? Okay. No, I've never thought of that. I okay. always have wanted to do one, but then I, I get motion sick easily. Same. And that- Not easily, but I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I will, I will be honest and say, when my kids were small, we went on a Disney cruise, mm-hmm. and it was the last thing I wanted to do. And I was like, all right, for them, I'll do it, but I'm just, I'm going to be miserable. It was fantastic. Cut to you, like, dancing with yes. Milo and Stitch or whatever. <laughs> and, like, just, like, with Mulan, like, it's me, Kevin. It was really good, and mm-hmm. cruises do nothing but shovel food into your mouth. Right. right. True. Full time. It's an all-you-can-eat. So that kind of that turned it around. And could you gamble? You could, but yeah. I, but I, uh, um, the one, the ship that I was on, I was positive was cheating. Oh, really? Positive. Oh. oh. So much so that I stopped playing and I stood back and I was taking notes on every hand that, and it's, there's no possible way it could have happened. <laughs> They're like that guy taking yep. notes on the Disney cruises back. <laughs> Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, I'm surprised that motion sickness is a concern on these ships because they're now so big. They're the yeah. size of, you know, 10 blocks or something. Yeah, I didn't notice it. You know, I thought a ki- I would. You're not on a kayak or anything right, here. Right. You know? That's what I've heard. Uh, this is a, a Viking cruise ship. It's called the Ultimate World Cruise, and it sets sail uh, the first week of September for 245 days. <laughs> that is, if you want to do the math, eight months. Oh, making it the longest ever continuous cruise, and it will visit 113 destinations across 59 countries. Well, the, that is the cool thing, is that they go at night, and mm-hmm. then you're at a different location when you wake up and you get off the boat and you get to see whatever city. How many That's cities? Right. How many locations? Uh, hold on. Did you say 248? I said uh, 113 destinations across 59 countries. Wow. This is, like, almost everything on your bucket list that you'd want to see in the world. It goes to every continent except uh, Antarctica. So, I mean, I'm just looking at the itinerary here, and it starts in London and goes all around, you know, to Ireland and Scotland and whatnot. And then it goes over to Scandinavia and goes to Norway and the Faroe Islands and then Iceland and then Greenland and then 
you know, lots of cities in Canada, and then down the east coast of the U.S., and then out into the Caribbean, and then down to South America. I mean, wow. it just goes on and on and on, as you would imagine for for eight months, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's. I mean, you go to the Great Barrier Reef, you go to the Amazon rainforest, you go to the pyramids in Egypt, you go to Machu Picchu, you go to the for the fjords in Norway. Might be a bad week for the Amazon. Yeah, maybe not yeah, this week. Yeah, maybe not this week. Right. Also includes overnight stays in twenty two destinations. Um, this uh, this cruise ship has um, two swimming pools, a fitness center, two cinemas, um, a theater. Did a you spa. get a new gig working for them? <laughs> no, I'm just amazed. At Does the it have a Wahoos? I'm just <laughs> I'm just amazed at this city on the ocean. Kevin, this will sell you on it. Uh, entertainment will also include lectures from Viking resident historians. Yes. Shedding, mm. shedding light on each destination's history. Well, Our architecture. Now it's sold out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just, there'll be live uh, musical performances. By? Eight, eight, it doesn't say. Okay. Mm. I'm curious about that as well, by the way. I mean, if it's Slipknot, now we're talking. Do I'm you sure. think it's Slipknot? <laughs> I'm sure there are a ton of bands that are like, oh, we don't have anything going on. Can we commit eight months to this cruise ship? <laughs> so, sure. so far, just Smash Mouth is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, feeling peckish? There are eight different dining options. Every day offers a brand new menu. The cruise line anticipates 680,000 meals will be consumed consumed throughout the voyage. Uh, how much, you guys, for the ultimate world cruise, including uh, return flights, a complimentary shore excursion at each port, evening entertainment, all onboard meals and gratuities, free unlimited Wi-Fi, transfers to and from the ship, three complimentary visa services, free luggage shipping for embarkation, and the silver and the Viking Silver Spirits beverage package covering virtually all drinks on board. Oh my god. $19.99. <laughs> that would be a deal. Eight months of drinks. Eight months of drinks. Open bar for eight months. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people will survive the journey? How many people are, can fit on the boat? And still be alive. Um, Eleven. Oh, what? that's... Oh, you know what? It doesn't say yeah. here. I mean, that, that's how we would try to figure it out. Yeah, it does say that uh, there are still some cabins available on the journey, leaving September 1st. Here's my guess. All right. $149,600,000. $149 million, okay. Mm-hmm. Seems high. Uh, Allie? I'll go $60,000. Okay. Kevin? I will go $250,000. It's $100,000. Oh, wow. Which, That's by the way... kind of a deal. It, it, I feel like it's kind of Seems a deal, like too. like a deal, yeah. Just, I mean, for eight months of room and board and to see every place in the world... Pretty good deal. I mean, you're and going, all the food, and all the drinks, and yeah. all, all the entertainment. It's not. It's, there's no upgrade when you get there. As far That's as right. like paying for things. That's right. It's yeah, all you, inclusive. Yeah, you get to see Smash Mouth for as many times as you want. Yeah, and honestly, mm-hmm. they play every night. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, I know it's not for anybody listing, but I was no. fascinated with the opportunity, the 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 availability of this deal. So, uh, you, from what I'm hearing, you're going. No. No, <laughs> I'm not going. Well, you're so excited about it. Well, I mean, I mean you I, can easily get a radio wave from there. I do think it sounds like a good deal. I'm just, I guess I was just fascinated that it exists, and I thought I would uh, point it out in case, you know, we have a lister or two. Good that luck, might be man. Interested. I mean, that's a long time to be out at sea, but sounds send like us, you're into it. Sounds like S- you're going to have a good time. Send us a postcard from Australia. No, okay. No, I, uh, we meant you. We're talking to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll see you guys when you get back. No, yeah. we, what? I mean, that's not what we meant. meant you. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I'm going to tell you something. No one cares. Dr. Drew, on the show on Thursdays? 
We're going to find out why Jensen doesn't like his baby. Not what I said. <laughs> Hard to imagine. That Jensen was. wishes he never had a child. <gasps> That's not is what I heard. What was said? Well, it's about mothers versus fathers and the reaction to newborns. And why do fathers have to be involved at all? That's not, not at all what was said. No. Um, get up on this with Jensen, also on Thursdays. Talking about how to lose a family. No, how can no, I get away no. from not, this dumb not kid? Not get up on being a deadbeat dad. I'm is not, is I'm what not, I heard. No, I'm not saying that Bean is. Okay. Well, what emojis do we need that aren't out there? Not, not a baby one, apparently. Yep. Well, guys. <laughs> you need a, you need a, child, is, a childless father emoji? There is a baby one. We're all happy. There's even a dad, really, if you put it next to the baby. Yeah, We're but all not a good dad. Okay, all right. <laughs> kind of a part-time dad. No, it's fine. <laughs> a dad who's going out for smokes and we'll never see him again full time i'm around cheers with mugs on the program today mm-hmm. and we're going to try and move some of bean's websites some of the websites that he owns we're going to uh, stack them deep and we're going to sell them cheap look if you don't buy from me we both lose right. money mm-hmm. um i got an offer i got an offer on one of my domain names yes seriously i'm cashing in do you like their attitude uh we'll discuss i'm he got an offer before and turned them down because he didn't like their attitude. <laughs> and it was the name of a band, and it was the band that wanted it. Right. Okay, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll bring you up to speed. We will take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Question for you, Allie. Yeah. What's going on? Well, what's going on is how would you, how would you explain our summer so far in L.A.? I would say pretty fair weather. We haven't had really, really hot, hot weather like we have in the past. Yeah, yeah, fewer days of that than yeah. normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel as hot. Well, uh, Kevin and I live in the valley, so we mm-hmm. might have a small argument towards it's that. It's like 40 degrees more, yeah. higher than but, it is downtown. But yes, fewer days fewer over days. the summer, okay. I yes. would say, yes. Well, AccuWeather has just released its fall forecast, and the report predicts that warm weather will continue across much of the northeast and mid-Atlantic regions, through September, which means the annual changing of the leaves could be potentially delayed. So don't make your uh, travel arrangements just yet because the uh, vibrant display of colors may come later in the season. Meanwhile, being the southeast and Gulf states are going to face threats of tropical storms as hurricane season rages on. So are they predicting worse than usual? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a tropical storm right now that they're watching named Chantel that may be a hurricane. Such a pretty that name. That is a nice name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Uh, I'm hot! Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, people in the Southern Plains are told to prepare for severe weather through the fall, while residents of California are advised to remain alert for wildfires caused by Santa Ana winds, which we always prepare for. Yeah. Fun. Good time. Sucks. So there's your uh there's your AccuWeather fall forecast every day. Yeah, Dallas Hi. rains over here. <laughs> Thank you so much for noticing. There's a uh, there's an island in southern Louisiana that I saw a big piece on yesterday that they uh that has been uh, eroding year after year after year and they estimate it has 3 to 4 years left. Oh before, my gosh. They're 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 having to move everybody off the island cuz it's going to be gone. Cuz rising sea levels. How many people live out there? Well, now there's there, it's down to 60. At one point, it was hundreds. Oh, my gosh. But it just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And now they're living on this little strip of land. So they're they're relocating them all before before it's gone. Isn't like that crazy? This. I don't like this story. And, it's, and people, have lived, people have lived there for 150 years or something, you know? Yeah, well, climate change is fake, so. Right. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, you guys, this this MTV VMA Awards is shaping up to be a pretty good show. 
But we're still not going to watch it, no right? No way. Okay. Absolutely not. I haven't, I haven't watched an MTV show, I don't think, in 10 years. I haven't either. Um, but it's going to air on Monday, August 26th, 8 p.m. Comedian Sebastian Maniscalco will host. You've got performances by Taylor Swift, Jonas Brothers, Shawn Mendes, Lil Nas X, Lizzo. Missy Elliott is going to be performing for the first time in 13 years at the VMAs, her first VMAs appearance in 13 years, because she's the Video Vanguard recipient. But the list of people that are giving out awards, the presenters... Mm -hmm. The eight seconds we get to see them on stage? I don't understand what audience they're going for. Lenny Kravitz, okay, I will accept him at any award show. At least we know who he is. Yeah. John Travolta? Hmm. The kids really... Itching for John Travolta. All of these people must have some kind of project coming out. That's usually you'd think why they yeah. do it. And Billy Ray Cyrus makes sense because of Lil Nas, Nas X. X sure. But um, what? Yeah, I thought it would be like the kid who said "Damn Daniel." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, you certainly sold it with the host. I'll tell you that. That makes me want to tune in even earlier. Yeah, listen wow. to this guy trying to fix. I like that. him. I can't with you. Oh, to... do you. Oh, you haven't heard him. I like him. Oh, you're unfamiliar with this comedy? No, I think he's funny. We're talking about a different guy. You're, th- you're thinking about you're thinking about the under, you're thinking about the under the sea guy. No, <laughs> Sebastian the crab. I can't, I can't. Him, he's funny. All right. Thank you, Bugs, for getting that. No, we we all got it. We just we weren't as happy as he yeah. was. <laughs> we aren't as happy to get it as Muggs is. The <laughs> under the sea hey, guy. The guy. Not even a crowd. <laughs> the guy. Oh, wow. You know, the guy, Sebastian. This is like Wahoo's level happiness with mugs. <laughs> you really did it. Guys, this is a wonderful story because shelter dogs are some of the most love, love bug dogs in the world. They just want to go to a good home and give you all the love that they have. And uh, in this case, it's, this dog's going to make you some money because a shelter dog from Arizona was just tapped to play the tramp in Disney's live-action remake of Lady and the Tramp. Yay! Wow, way to slut-shame a pooch. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. He is on one. It is 5.58. Yep. Yeah, but the dog's a tramp, though. It's, uh, just, it's just the name of the, mm-hmm. name of the, the film. film. Well, we'll, see how, film we'll, see, we'll see what they make that poor dog do. <laughs> well, that's not spaghetti. <laughs> hope wow. I uh, hope they've ordered a lot of peanut butter. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I mean... Congrats. The spaghetti at least was a reference. Wow. Congrats. Next level. Thank you. Good work. The big dog is back. <laughs> I, not cool. Let's, uh, let's get out of this. I'm let's, not talking about that guy. I'm talking about Sebastian the Crab. That happened. <laughs> what if I lick my dog's butt? Great question. Jensen, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> All right. Some birthdays for you. Ty Burrell, James Corden, Dua Lipa, and... Kristen Wig. She's engaged now, you guys. Love her. To a, a producer dude, I think. Good times. Sure is that a crap? <laughs> Not sure positive. That the guy under the seat? Good question. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. It was a gnat, Jensen. I was ke- I oh. was getting a gnat. I wasn't slapping my own butt. And it sounded like it. Right before we went on, I just heard. <laughs> yeah, you were hoping. Yeah. Kevin uh, does not share my uh, my entrepreneurial vision. <laughs> he has mocked me for decades now over the fact that I own maybe 
a couple domain names for internet websites that I have not fully explored. All right, mm-hmm. let me put it in my words. Okay. Bean owns all websites and has done nothing with any of them. All. Okay. I, I think that's an unkind way to put it. And when did you make these purchases? Um, I mean, many. When could you start twenty years websites? ago? Yeah, probably mm-hmm. some of them I've had for twenty years. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, well, I mean, I've had KevinandBean.com since. K-Rock got on the internet, so however long ago that was. Well, that makes sense. That's uh, 25 years ago or something yeah, that like that? Yeah, that doesn't seem like a weird isn't site for you funny, to buy. Isn't it funny that no one from the company ever said anything to you about that? Yes, They that's never right. wanted it. Yes, that's right. Uh, and by the way, when this when the radio stations uh, when the radio station got sold a year, two years ago, whatever it was, no one ever told me that they changed the coding to krock.com. So KevinandBean.com has gone nowhere for the last two yes. years. Yes, excellent. But that's a good example of mm-hmm. Bean actually doing something with his website. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, thank you. So mm-hmm. I did fix that. So now, if you type in KevinandBean.com, it will point to our page at krock.com. Okay, and I also have KevinandBean.org and KevinandBean.net. By the way, all of which are going to expire in a few months because. Because I don't need them anymore, mm-hmm. right? Well, you haven't needed them this whole time. Yeah, that's true too. Pretty sure that's going to turn into a lemon party site. <laughs> so, uh, so the reason all of this came up is because I got an email out of the blue a couple of days ago from somebody who is offering me money for AndyGib.com, <laughs> which no, which means being at one point bought. AndyGib.com and yes. had to keep it up every year. Is that right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you definitely pay for it every year. And I think it's, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Yes. For decades now, I have owned AndyGib.com. Now, he was, he was my favorite of the Gib brothers. Uh, and folks- he passed away when? Uh, 1988. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he died of a cocaine overdose. Uh, for folks who don't know, he's the younger brother of the Bee Gees, mm-hmm. of Barry, Robin, and Maurice. So Andy Gibb, who was a big pop star in the 70s. And Kevin mocks me as if I'm wasting my time well, and Well, what have money. you done with that? Well, here's my point. Just because I haven't done anything with it yet. So nothing. Just because I haven't done anything with it yet. So you bought it 25 years ago right, and you haven't done a thing. That doesn't mean that I don't have plans for it in the future. I could put up the greatest Andy Gibb tribute site <laughs> the world has ever known. Nay, the only Andy Gibb tribute site the world has ever known. Now, I ask you, I have been offered $300 for AndyGibb.com. Okay, yeah, you got to sell. All right, yeah. before we get to that, can we go through some of your other websites? And let's talk about Pablo Cruz. Okay. Pablo Cruz was another very popular band from the 1970s. Jensen, do you know them at all? No, I don't. They did the Love Will Find a Way. They did I I Go to Rio. They did Don't Want to Live Without It. They had a bunch of songs. Okay. So I owned PabloCruz.com. Why? Because I was going to put the best (laughs) tribute site to Pablo Cruz that had ever existed on the internet. But if I'm being frank, I didn't get around to it. Right. So one day out of the blue, I get... The, I almost swore, the essiest letter (laughs) you can imagine from Pablo Cruz's attorney saying... We are have become aware that you own our our our, uh, our name and uh, you know website, and we are essentially going to sue you <gasps> for for owning publicruise.com. We're going to take you to court mm-hmm. if you don't give it up immediately. This was the first conversation that had been had about me having that domain. So name. you were like, you know what? Even though that was rude, I like Pablo Cruz. I don't want to be a jerk. <clears throat> 
Uh, no. Is that what happened? What I said is check your attitude <laughs> and come back when you've learned some manners, is what I said. <laughs> he did not approve of the way they approached him. <laughs> you look, do you threaten to sue your next door neighbor because he doesn't bring his trash cans in? Or at some point, do you have a conversation with him and you go, hey, it would be really great if you not leave your trash cans that, out on mm-hmm. the street all week? I sue. You don't <laughs> sue first thing. I do. That's my I mean, am I, am I, wait, Allie, help me here. No, I, you did the right thing. Alive? They should have approached you and said, listen, we would love to buy this. Or would you be willing to give it to us? Just and, like gently say gently, it. Yes, yes, but I'm saying Bean also could have written back, this seems pretty rude. Yeah. I would be happy to give it to you if, if you, you just, just check ask, your attitude. If you just like ask nicely and but don't now threaten it's me. five grand. But now he doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. now they don't have it, right? Uh, no, I I, I, I let it, uh, I let them simmer for a while <laughs> in their own juices. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote to him and I said, okay, you can have it. Okay. I don't even think I sold it to him, by the way. I think I just gave it to him because I'm a fan of Pablo Cruz. I wasn't trying to be a dick to Pablo Cruz. Nope, I was planning on building a Pablo Cruz tribute site, sure. and nope. I never got around to it. Nope. What are some of the other sites? <laughs> All right. Um, while we're on the musical tip, I own RalphStanley.com. <laughs> what? Of course, was the leg- <laughs> le- half of the legendary uh, bluegrass uh, from the 40s, Stanley Brothers. <laughs> he said, by just the way, he half. said, half. and up top, he said, obviously. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> it's one half. I'm he, a big um, fan. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody, he had to pay every year yeah, to keep renewing yes. that. Yeah, every year. Uh, I also own uh, Wreck of the Edward Fitzgerald.com for obvious reasons. Purchase, and yes. what have you done on that? Uh, well, nothing yet. Okay, but, continue. But you, you don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, that's probably going to be the homepage for the whole Bean Empire, though, is Wreck of the Edward Fitzgerald.com. <laughs> uh, another uh, star from the 70s, I own uh, England Dan and John Ford Coley.com, wow. who were the I'd really love to see you tonight guys. Uh, one of them is, is dead. Ralph Stanley's also dead, by the way. Uh, I own, oh, here's one you'll approve of, Kevin. HalloweenSpooks.com. Oh, okay. good purchase. Okay. Well, what have now, you done on it? So far, not much. But <laughs> couldn't you can't be, even post the song? But the one song? But couldn't that be a great destination portal for all things Halloween? I like it. HalloweenSpooks.com. Yeah. I can develop that. What have not, you done? Not yet, but okay. I can develop that into something where it had all sorts of pro- you know links to products that you could buy and uh, to haunted houses sure. and everything. Real yeah. good, yeah. All right, uh, ClydeTumbaugh.com. Of course, the great American who discovered Pluto. I've got that. Uh, This is the one that I've owned probably longer than any because back in the early, early, early days, I actually had a blog back when blogs were a thing at (laughs) StronglyWordedLetter.com. That's awesome. Did you write on it? Did you write? Yes. Blog post? I put up out a blog for years. What? Yes. StronglyWordedLetter.com. Uh, let me see. What else do I own? I own um, oh, this is a tribute to our our uh, friend uh, Ralph Garman, R.I.P. PuppyLake.com <laughs> it is a domain name that I own, which is where he tried to send any pet he didn't approve of. That's was true. right to Puppy Lake. <laughs> I don't know why I thought I would need that. Uh, BeansDeathCorner.com. Okay. What have you it done on a, it? It was a not nothing, but okay. it was a feature that we did for a really long time on the show. Occasionally, mm-hmm. it still pops up, and I thought, you know what, that might be something that might be worth spinning off one day. And have you done that? Uh, no. no Here's the most valuable, I think this is the most valuable donate, domain name in my portfolio. This is the jewel in the crown. It's this the is banjo the player from the 70s. <laughs> this is the one that you may have to pry from my cold, dead hands. Okay. And I think you'll agree when I tell you, as the proud owner of YoungHotInAsian.com. <laughs> oh, wow. There wow. is money to be made. Have you ever gotten an offer on that? No. What have you put on it? Um, nothing yet. Okay. 
But I'm I, nervous for him to put things on it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to go out today with a camera. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to start building no, up sir. Some, some talent. No, sir. Uh, ChristmasMusicEveryday.com. That's a good site, too. That's a super good one. Do you I, own IsItChristmas.com? No, but that's a great site. <laughs> Damn, that's a great you type site. type in IsItChristmas.com. Yes or no? It just says no. It just says no. <laughs> Until Christmas. Until Christmas yes. Day. <laughs> and one word is all that's on the screen. <laughs> so you don't own the cool one. No. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic okay. if I owed that, yeah. Although, wouldn't you mock him for not monetizing that in any way? No, I mean, he's doing something with it. Okay, Christmas music every day. Maybe chuckle. Because my, my dream there is to one day start a 24 7 all year right. Christmas music. And have you station. started that? I have not done okay. that yet. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, ValentinaTereshkova.com, of course, the first woman in space. I oh, tried yeah, uh, very hard to get YuriGagarin.com, the first man sure. in space, but it has been, uh, I mean, it's been tied up. Somebody's had that for years now. Well, you're going to have an extra $300. Soon. They've been squatting on it. Well, no, I, yeah, I, I don't even remember if I they're using it. I hate people that buy websites and don't do anything with but them. But I have, I am set up, I am set up to backorder that if it ever becomes available. I am oh, going to buy God. that. Thank that God. would be awesome to have them both. I have uh, uh, 70247.com which is the date of the Roswell uh, alien invasion. What did you put on there? You put a lot of stuff on there, I assume. Have not. I have, uh, have you seen the saucers.com, which is a uh, Jefferson Airplane song, but I also thought tied into the whole UFO <laughs> thing. I thought that could be a sister site. To and you've my... done what on that? Well, so far, nothing. Okay. Um, every once in a while, we will, somebody will say something and we'll go, oh, I saw them at the True. It's a great band name, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I thought that one day, apparently, although I have no memory of the conversation, for grandtheftpluto.com. I thought that's a great band name. And Grand then you just bought Pluto. the and then you just bought a website. I bought the domain name. Yes, uh, haven't, haven't <laughs> and you've upkept it. Like you keep paying. I do. Yes. Okay. Uh, look, I got to do something with my ukulele skills. Maybe that's where it ends up. Is my band GrandTheftPluto.com. Sure. But look, before we run out of time, what? How do I handle this Andy Gibb offer? All right. How much? Three hundred bucks from who? Who wants? It's to- just a dude, a guy. Reach reached out to me. All right. Yeah, let me just it. ask two questions. One: okay. Have you done anything on it? Well, I think you know by now my history. The answer to that is no. No. I'm Do you not. think he will if he's offering you 300 bucks? There's no way to tell. I feel like you need to reach out <laughs> to him and there's say... No way. There's and, no way. But there's you no need to, to make sure... Why would he buy it for not, 300 It's not something nefarious. Like, you have to say, sir, I want to make sure that this goes You're a fan. to a fan and it's in good hands. Okay, his uh, hello. I am contacting you today because a GoDaddy.com customer has an interest in your domain name and website for AndyGib.com. We wanted to see if you are willing to sell the domain. If the amount below is acceptable to you, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me. Offer amount $300. He is a domain broker. He is not the, he is the person who would be hmm. speaking for, representing the person who's interested in the site. Well, as the man who owns YoungHotInAsian.com, <laughs> I think you should probably have a pretty high upkeep on quality. So make sure he's not going to just put up like a dead picture of Andy Gibb or something. <laughs> Still dead. That's all it says when you click on it. I mean, if it's a guy who loves Andy Gibb enough that he wants to buy the website, mm-hmm. give it to uh-huh. him. Yeah. But what if that, that, that I shatters... I wouldn't even charge him. But that shatters my dreams of being You're, able to put up the world's greatest Andy Gibb tribute site, which I have given thought to. Because yeah, I feel like he is underrepresented on the internet. Like well... He, he deserves the site. I feel like if you sell it or give it, it he will be represented online. You do. By mm-hmm. somebody who will be doing something with the website. You don't know that I won't, man. I kind of do. I, <laughs> I mean, it's my, been 25, 30 years. I'm pretty sure you're not going to have any time to do anything. My uh, my history does not right. inspire me to think that I'm going to get right on it. So sell it. 
Yeah, so you're, you're, I right sell it. you're taking a loss. You've been upkeeping it for 20 years. <laughs> you still lose money at 300 bucks. <laughs> I'm losing money on this deal. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Thursday morning means Jensen is here. It's time for Get Up On This. Get up, get on 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 up on this. Hi, everyone. Mugs, Hi. are you dying? What was that? It was, he was dancing. That was his oh. dance. Oh, that was his dance. Oh, man, it is a lot like having a seizure. Uh, guys, when it comes to video games, I mostly feel like my skill set has been completely lapped in 2019. Right. I love the Nintendo, the NES system. Mm-hmm. Or the Sega Genesis, even all the way up to PS4, and the uh, and the American Trucker game, you the American that. Trucker game, I got you up on. But now with Fortnite and VR and like the tenth Call of Duty, they're not really made for a forty-year-old with a kid that has motion sickness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm here to get you up on video game creator Sam Barlow and his two video games, one that comes out this Friday. Okay. All right. So in 2015, I stumbled onto a video game that was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. It implemented uh, stuff from, like, true crime podcasts and escape rooms and law and order. That's kind of wow. all, like, all inspired by. Okay. It was called Her Story. It's currently available uh, on Windows, Mac, OS X. Her Story. Her Story. H-E-R Story. And you can actually play it on your Android as well. The game is seen from a first-person perspective as you sit down at an old computer, like an Apple II, right? Mm. So you're almost, it's your hands, you know, you can see even like a reflection in the screen that you're, you're playing on, okay? And that's all you do. Do you I have s- pants on? You have pants on, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not just in real it. life, but in the game. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, you sit down at an old computer to search and sort through actual VHS video clips in a database in the computer that's at a police station. Okay, so you're going through clips, actual VHS clips in the game. It's a little meta. Okay. okay? Now, these clips are available completely out of order, and you can only get them by typing in keywords that will help you solve a crime of a missing man. So, for example, if you wanted to look up, I don't know, uh, missing... Type that in. Obviously, that might bring up a couple videos. And while you're doing it, you're piecing together the things that you're seeing in those interviews. Oh, you interesting. Play detective. You're the detective. Correct. And I had to use notes. I had to write a whole notebook full of things. There are 271 interview clips in that game with the man's wife. But you you don't hear the questions asked. You just so hear her response. Just hear her response, and you have to put together everything. The game is completely interactive, and it's up to the player to jump clip to clip and tell the story through what they learn, right? Uh, Barlow, the creator, researched watching tons of actual police interviews, and the writing is awesome. His history is in the Silent Hill games. He wanted to leave big-budget work and kind of enter this indie games that are heavy on story, and it was a massive surprise hit. Okay. Wow. I had so much fun playing it with a friend, and now this Friday, he's upping the ante with his uh, very uh, highly anticipated follow-up, Telling Lies. Telling Lies. Okay, this will be released by Annapurna Interactive, and reviews are calling it a masterpiece. That's a quote. And another quote is a full-motion video triumph. The reviews came out yesterday, and they are insane. People saying it's one of the most fun times they've ever had in a video game. Now it begins with a breathless woman running into an apartment and plugging in a hard drive into a computer that originates from the NSA. You don't know how she got it. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, and from there, once again, you sit down and you search through a computer desktop using live action videos, this time from four different subjects. You find keywords. Again, you hear something you think is important. Search for it and discover the new videos that use that word. And he got real actors this time. Now, now yeah, some of the ahead. videos will come up and have nothing to do with what you're yep. trying yeah. to sometimes you'll okay. type. Sometimes you'll type in murder and he'll be like, did you see on TV yesterday there was that show about murder? And that's it. And you're like, oh, that didn't help mm-hmm. me at one. Yeah. But we all know the husband did it, right? Well, in this case, it's a little different because it's four people and they are telling a a bunch of lies supposedly 96 different lies but only one of them is the one you're looking for and it's such a big lie that supposedly it ruined all four of their lives Jesus. Wow. Okay. He got real actors, Alexandria Ship, uh, who was Storm in the recent X-Men franchise, and uh, Angela Serafian uh, from Westworld. She's kind of the big-eyed girl in Westworld, who mm-hmm. I like very much. Um, they're in it. Uh, now, for telling lies, right, it's video calls between the four characters. So, like, FaceTimes okay. um, that you're piecing together for the mystery uh, to be solved. Um I am so excited for this weekend because <laughs> I'm going to say, and I told Danielle about it. That she seems was, fascinating. And she was like, I'm in. I'll play this with you. Uh, you need to take notes again, and you have to figure out the hole in the code. Here's uh, a small uh, clip from the trailer. I promise. The dump. The truth. The whole truth. But. The truth. Oh, thank God. Wake up. You still there? <laughs> Terrifying. Love it. Uh, so, yeah. once you solve it, it's solved? Yes. But, okay. can I tell you another yes. thing? Is there more than one case? Or? No, just the one just case. Just the one. And, and um, the first game take, took about two and a half hours, which is what it took okay. me, her story. Okay. They say this is five times <gasps> more work. So you're looking wow. at maybe a couple days worth this time. You have a limited amount of time with each single playthrough of a clip, okay? Okay. Now, if, if you have to restart it from scratch... You lose all the notes and bookmarks that you have in the game. Okay, this which is rude. Wow. Is a disaster. Okay. Yeah. So you have to be able to do it within a certain amount of time. You can't re- keep replaying clips over and over again. Uh, it's available tomorrow on Steam for the PC or Mac. Hopefully, it'll eventually find its way to a PlayStation or Android or Xbox down the road. I can't recommend her story more. And now, obviously, based on reviews and what I've seen online, I am so amped to play it. Uh, so again, my get up on this week is video game creator Sam Barlow, his two games, Her Story and Telling Lies. Her Story available now, Telling Lies available tomorrow. Enjoy wasting time. That was my get up on. Get up, get on up on this. 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 It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. Hey, Beer Mug. Yo. Go out uh, drinking one night this week, did you? You know what? With uh, me in the studio as of now, I, I, I think I'm going to have to start doing these on the weekends because I got to be all hands on deck here. And uh-huh. you got hot topics to go to. And I got hot topics to go to. But yes, I did go drinking uh, this week. You're a very busy <laughs> man. All right. Where's your uh, where's your watering hole? This is O'Grady's in Granada Hills. And the topic on the bar this week was actually... An audible because the topic I was doing wasn't really working, so I was kind of very important information. Yeah. Glad you gave that. No, to us. I have to tell you this because uh, pull back you? that curtain, baby. Yeah, I, ha- I have to. T- I have to share this information. Yeah, let's discuss all the topics you didn't do. Well, I'm telling you this. Let's What's hit your that topic? fourth wall. Let's do it. <sighs> Look directly into the camera. Tell them what it's about. What's your topic? The most physically demanding sport. Beer mug. He wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. 
asking questions with no shame. What are you, what are you? <laughs> He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. So anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> before you were so rudely interrupted, and this is the recorder I use. I, and, come on. I got the, the, here's the car I drove down to the bar in. I got the inspiration because at O'Grady's, there's tons of TVs everywhere. Every kind of sport is on television for your viewing enjoyment. And a long time ago, I brought this up with you guys, and I, I said baseball was the most physically demanding sport, and everybody, you know. Because that is 1,000% stupid. Yeah. yeah. I, I you can be fat and out of shape and play baseball. Yeah, but I still think it requires a lot of athleticism. Okay. So I wanted to ask these awesome drunkards what their opinion on the most physically demanding sport was on this Cheers but with Beer Mug. to talk to drunkards. Yes. Mugs had to join them. Yes. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the most physically athletic sport. Swimming. Why? You, you, your body does a lot of movement, and you don't feel it till you get out of the pool. When I was a swimmer, uh, I was of the at the pre of the uh, prepubescent age, and what? I was self conscious wearing a speedo. Now, <laughs> I'm not self. Wait, what am I trying to say? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> on fire! I wow. mean, great start! Wow, great mm -hmm. start! You do wow. good work. Here we go. Fredo, uh, what's the most physically demanding athletic sport? Baseball. Baseball, why? It's a one-man job. It's your job, and you better do it. That is it. Or you're out. Or you're out. Three strikes, you're out. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> hockey. Hockey, why? Because they have to skate backwards and forwards, and they get in fights. And they also lose their teeth. That's pretty physically demanding. Mm -hmm. Do you think I could be a hockey player? I think you can be whatever the f you want to be. Love you. Mountain climbing. Mountain climbing. Have you seen that one? Uh, uh, what is it? Free? What's the movie called? The free climb one? Uh, I'm not sure. All right. I forgot the name because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you f up on mountain climbing, you're dead. So, yeah. I think it was called uh, Free Solo, uh, first of all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Free Solo. And second of all, um, hockey is the only right answer of the physically the most the toughest sport, right? Correct. I would, yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. There's no question about that. <laughs> now, Bean, you wanted to say something, but I would like to replay a little part because I want you to hear the actual time between thoughts and questions from Muggs. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if you f up on mountain climbing, you're dead. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What's the most physically demanding <laughs> sport? It has to be MMA or motocross. But I got to also go with my professional wrestling. You got to throw that up there. But MMA or motocross for sure. Why? I don't know. I don't do that. <laughs> uh, swimming. Like you're using your whole body. You could breaststroke it. Now, this is Muggs okay. trying to be funny and sexy yeah. at the same time. Okay. We've seen this before. Yes, we have. More like doggy paddle. <laughs> Graffiti is probably the most physically demanding sport. How so? It's uh, Los Angeles' tough sport. It's its toughest sport. You know, you got to climb up billboards, run from cops, cholos, and other than that, probably rugby. Jimba. <laughs> By the way, rugby might, yeah, yeah. Rugby might is beat out hockey. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, probably rugby. Jimbo.
Come here, Jimbo. Drunker. Come here, Jimbo. What up? Jimbo. What is uh, the most physically demanding athletic sport? <laughs> A what? What's the most physically athletic <laughs> demanding sport in your opinion? UFC. Do you think you have what it takes to be UFC? Oh, hell yeah. I might be old. I could still knock people around, kick people in the head. What would your uh, fighting nickname be, Jimmy? Uh, they'll call me the hose. The hose? <laughs> H. Huh? Hold up. And by the way, I love oh, that again. someone is karaoke to Creep. Creep in the background. <laughs> I think that's the only song they allow in O'Grady's to be sung. <laughs> They'll call me the hose. The hose? H-O-S-E. Like a water hose, but just hose. Because you spray people down? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? He has to work through it. Oh, my yes. Yeah. So they call him the hose. They call him wow. the hose. Jimbo the hose. Wow. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> so those are my people. Well done. He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Oh, 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 wow. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. You guys ready for a little B-Mix this guest? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. B-Mix this guest, yeah. Ooh, ooh. B-Mix this guest, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick. Pretty dope, man. Just want to tell ya. I am the dumbest human that ever lived. Now it's time for B-Mix this guest. Yes. This yeah, we reviewed it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying. Some of those clips. No need to change. They're good. Don't skip a probe. Right, we checked. We ran it by the people that look at that up on floor seven, floor six, seven, and they said, "Yeah, it's good." This is a. I think this is a fascinating list, and I feel like Allie is going to start a fight if she doesn't get her way on this one because I think this is a topic that you will become very passionate about, Allie. Okay, it's from Complex.com. They have ranked television's all-time best teen dramas. Teen dramas. Now, I should I should give you the caveat here that there is some comedy in these, but these are predominantly drama shows. In other words, you're not going to find that 70s show or comedies like that in here, okay? So these are teen dramas, and there have been a lot of great ones over the years. What ranks in the top 10? That's what you need to find out if you're going to get a point and win the game. Bean makes his guest starts at the head of the table. Kevin, your first guest, please. Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to kill somebody. That's I'm, not a scary show? I don't remember any teens in it's Dexter. A- it is not a teen drama. I'm sorry. That one uh, did not make the list. I have the top 20 in front of me. It's, it's not in, the t- in like 13, 14? It, no. Nowhere okay. to be seen. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, beer mug. Dumb We're list. talking teen dramas. Were you a fan of the genre? Did you watch a bunch of these coming up like the rest of us? Yeah, like in the 90s and stuff. Okay. What do you uh, like? Beverly Hills 90210. Number 10. Number 10 on the list of wow. TV's best teen dramas. Ooh, that changes things for me. <laughs> Number are, 10? You are on the board. Mm. Miss Ellen McKay. I'm going to I'm gonna fight if this isn't. I told you. Number one. Ellie's going to fight. My so-called life. 
Uh, number four. Ah. My so-called life number four. Excellent. Well done. One to one. Kevin, we go to you. Children's Hospital. What is it has children in the name? <laughs> it it's in the it name. He's right. He's right. Children's right. Hospital. Yep. It's not. It's a, first of all, it's a comedy. Second of all, it's, it has no teens. Third of all, it didn't even have children. That was the name of the guy who owned the hospital. It wasn't a hospital for children. Agree to disagree. Right? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No point for you, sir. Mugs, can you keep your streak alive? Let's go seventh heaven. Seventh Heaven is an interesting yet wrong guess. Thank Aww. you, though. Alan McKay. I loved it so much. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, number eight. Wow. Well done. Mm. That was well number done. four and eight. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Good stuff. Kevin. South Park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my you, God. They killed Kenny. <laughs> like, there was a death in every episode. Right, but they're elementary school. Yeah, but hmm. teens can watch it. Okay, that's not the point. And they it's grow not... up. <laughs> right. They're teens eventually. Not right. Kenny. Not I Kenny. Don't, Kenny uh, doesn't yeah. grow up because he's not. Poor Kenny. I, uh, I feel like you're misunderstanding the topic. Agree We're talking to disagree about again. Te- television teen dramas. Okay. I'm sorry. All right, Muggs, what say you? Allie's in the lead. Can you catch <sighs> up? Let's try to go. Let's let's go with Friday Night Lights. Number three, mm, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Were you going to say that, Allie? Yeah. Number three on the all-time TV teen best dramas. That was a great uh, show. Allie. Buffy. Number the Vamp- two. Vampire Slayer. Number two, <laughs> Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer. You are good. All right, uh, Kevin, we got time to go around uh, two more times. Teen Wolf. Oh. Boom! Has teen right in the title, Kevin. Boom! It has it in the title! Great guess. Thank you! Not in the top 20. Wow. All right. Not in the top 20. Uh, Teen Wolf! Good show. By the way, good show. Wouldn't have been mad at it being in here compared to some of the ones that are, but it did not make... I'd like to see the list. I think the bean's lying. It did not make Complex's list. All right, uh, Muggsy. One Tree Hill? Oh, yes! Number six. Yeah! Oh, yeah. One Tree Hill. That was my next guess. Getting the points. Look at you. Are we uh, tied again, We are tied. All right, but you have a chance to go ahead. Here's the thing. They were teens for like a minute. <laughs> uh, Felicity. No, I'm sorry. <gasps> no, okay. All maybe, right. they, okay. maybe they didn't consider that a teen show. Yeah, I they don't were think so. Adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I was looking for Gilmore Girls. I think same thing. Is it really wasn't teens? It oh, was got it. Families. Okay. All right, uh, Kevin, your final guess, please. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Yeah. All. Soapy. Tell me this isn't scary. Ooh, soap suds all over me. Yeah. It's not a horror and topic. My grandfather Listen. would take this hose mm-hmm. and go like this with me. He'd squirt okay. it all over That's me. That's not horror? The soap, you know, he'd rinse the That's suds not off. not what the list is, though. It's so team play. dramas. Yeah, my grandfather and I did a lot of playing <laughs> okay. together. That's for little kids. The show is for little kids. Beer Anyone mug, can watch it. Your final guess, sake. you're still in it. I believe I'm going to go ahead with this guess. All right. The... Mother effing O to the mother effing oh, C. Damn it. <laughs> N- number 14. Oh, 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 how's that not in the top 10? Number 14. Ask Jensen, who hates the OC. <laughs> he is wrong. <laughs> All right, Allie, where are we in the scoring here? Uh, we're still tied, oh. tonight. So you win if you can get one in the top 10 here. Where now, am you- I? Uh, uh, you are sorry, just outside uh, anything. Allie, Zero. If this, if this helps, uh, number nine is still available. Number mm-hmm. seven is available. Number five is available. Number uh, one is available. 
I can't figure out what number one would be. But um, I never watched this show, but um, it seems to be popular. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars is a great guess at number 16, I'm oh, sorry to say. Wow. I think what we, are we, how are we, we missing this number is like, one? This is like soccer. We're going to end in a tie. Give me a hint with number one. Um, number one is uh, was on for one season. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks oh, is number one. God. <laughs> uh, number two, Buffy. Number three, Friday Night Lights. Four, my so-called life. Number five, Veronica Mars. I thought that, but I didn't think they were that young for that. They were. Number six, One Tree Hill. Number seven, Riverdale. Oh. Number eight, Dawson's Creek. Number nine, Stranger Things. Number ten, not- Beverly Hills. Wait, what? Teens. But I what? Then, it, then it's the Wonder Years, Gossip oh. Girl, Vampire Diaries, The OC, Faking It. Do you remember that? The girls who MTV were the fake show? lesbians on MTV. Yeah. Pretty Little Liars, Degrassi, The Next Generation, Glee, Skins, and Thirteen Reasons Why. I so. can't believe I didn't think of Freaks and Freaks Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. I apologize, Paul Feig and Judd Apatow. <laughs> great, uh, great game. It's a tie this time around. This has been Bean Makes This Guess. Bean Makes This Guess, yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie's here with what's happening on a Thursday. Okay, I'm going to tell you that Dave sent me this email yesterday. I have never been so excited about a show, well, since we found out about Holy Moly. This show, do you guys watch any food competition shows? Hate it. Hate it. That's what I would usually say. <laughs> okay. That's hold on, exactly. hold on. Wait, wait, wait. You hold hate on. them too, and this you like? I, I, ha- I have to say, Ali, I'm sorry. I need to. I need to recuse myself, or at least clarify. I do love the British baking. You show. have to. You oh. legally have to. I, you're I mean, great British Bake Off. Yeah. Great British Bake Off is yeah, great. Yeah. I love that amazing. show. That's the only one because they're super nice and sweet and gentle to those people, and everybody's just there to have a good time. It as is opposed nice. to, as opposed to the mean competition shows in America. Okay, so no chopped, no master no, chef for you no, guys. No. Okay, well, Food TV has had unprecedented success with Agreed. shows like those. Along with, you know, occasionally they do shows with really absurd premises. This is one of them. And I can't wait. It is called Dishmantled. It's a project created by Chopped executive producer. And it's going to be hosted by Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt star Titus Burgess. Okay. Already in with Titus being yeah, the I host. Love Titus. And then when I read the description and thought, it cannot be real. Can't be real. It's impossible for this to be real. All right. Here's the description. Hosted by Burgess, each episode starts with a cannon blasting of mystery food dishes into the faces <laughs> of two blindfolded chefs. What? I'm in already. They'll use their culinary prowess to identify the exploded dish on their face and then race against the clock to recreate it. A cannon launches food in their face. They taste it a little bit and they're like, okay, that's uh, that's egg. That, blah, blah. And then they rush to make that dish, you guys. And the one that makes it closest to what was shot in their face by a cannon wins. You had me a cannon. I know. By the way, Beer Mug, has there ever been a game show that you more want to be a contestant on than this one where they shoot food in your face with a cannon? Where do I sign up? Where do I audition? Tell me now. <laughs> I know. And you're blindfolded, which you like, I heard. Yeah. Amazing. 
teasing, you guys. Uh, Dishmantled is going to premiere on the streaming service Quibi, which is currently set for an April 2020 debut. But I'm going to say it right now. This needs to be on. I know Quibi is like the shorter little uh, shows. We need an hour-long Dishmantled. Take my money now. That's what I'm saying, you guys. How great is Finally, that? a show that I want to watch about food. It's blasting meals into chef's faces with a cannon. <laughs> Shut up and take my sounds money. Incredible. Imagine, this is holy moly too. Imagine yeah. like coming up with this idea. No, Amazing. listen, a cannon. I'm serious. <laughs> They're blindfolded. They have to kind of taste it and then figure out how to make it. That's awesome. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. All right, you guys, Forbes has their world's highest paid actors of 2019. The list just came out. Let's hear it, guys. Who do you think? Uh, I mean, The Rock was, wasn't he number one last year? Is The Rock still number one? The Rock is number one with hmm. 89.4 million. Here's the thing. He will earn an upfront salary of up to 23.5 million for Jumanji Next Level, <sighs> making that film his high, highest paycheck yet. And he gets 15% from the first Jumanji film, which grossed over $962 million worldwide. And he makes about 700000 per episode of Ballers. Wow. You ever, have oh, he also anyone gets ever watched from the Ballers? Under Armour. I've yes. seen every episode. Really? Yeah, they're big every Ballers. Every episode. Yeah. So weird. Well, it has our, uh, our friend, uh, what's his face on? Cordry. Yeah. Rob Cordry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I've never seen it. I mean, I get the, I get why you think it's another entourage. It's not. It's entourage-esque. It's, it's entourage with football. It's entourage-esque. It's, yeah. it's entourage, it's entourage with, with a buff guy. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. has more going on than entourage did, I think. Yeah. I think there's some very compelling storylines. And I'm telling you that John David Washington is great on the show. Does everything always work out? No. No. Okay, oh, that's no. good. Well, that's no. anti-entourage. No, and there's a lot of business deals. I mean, it's really interesting to see the wheeling and dealing trying to get an NFL franchise and things like that and mm-hmm. all the hurdles that you have to face and all the ways it can go wrong. I mean, I I, I don't know, Kevin, am I overselling it or is it good? Um, I, I think it's good. Yeah, I agree with you. Thanks, Kevin. I didn't no, know. I, think it's good. I, I didn't know The Rock was making a quarter million dollars yeah. a week, though. I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, just per episode. Yeah, that's not bad. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, anyone else on the list? I've got the top ten right here. World's highest paid actors. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. No. Whoa, really? Not on the top ten. DJ Qualls. Ooh, <laughs> shit's outside the top ten. Mark Wahlberg. How about uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Speaking Robert Downey Jr. Avengers. Number three with I've... 66 million. Any other of those Avengers guys that big? Uh, yes, a couple. Three. A couple? Well, Whoa. I don't know if they're Avengers, but they're in that the MCU. Hmm. Um, who else is big in those? Hemsworth. Yes, Chris that's Hemsworth? Uh, number two. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. 76.4 wow. million. Wow. Yeah. How about uh, ScarJo? Nope. No women on this list. Oh. I mean, it is men. It is a list that says men. I didn't it's know. J- well, it's actors. Oh, it's yeah, actors. Yeah. Okay. yeah, when you say actors, okay. it can be both. And yeah, it's also agreed. worlds. Jackie Chan. Thank you. Really? Number five. Uh, still, million. what year are we in? in always. Tw- in always. 2019, I was like almost joking when he, I said no, Jackie he is Chan. Always what on movie, these lists. What movie is he in? Chinese only, right? Uh, yeah, it's mostly, movie's called Chinese only. I gotta look yeah. that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Robert Downey Jr. Hemsworth. I don't Jackie know how Hemsworth Chan. has more than Robert Downey Jr. That's crazy to me. Well, Kevin, it's just for the year. Yeah. Kevin Hart. No. Hmm. 
I mean, are we including the crazy Netflix Adam Sandler deal? We are. All right, Adam Sandler it is. Number six, Adam Sandler with $57 million. He is tied with somebody that I was shocked by. At 56, uh, or 57 million. All right, let me, this is not my guess, this is Dave's, and it's a reasonable guess because he has the biggest box office of any actor in film history. Mufasa. Samuel L. Jackson. Nope. What? Okay. He was in 60 movies last year. He gets paid $40 each, so doesn't that He does for fun. Yeah, he does not for fun. He is in more than a movie a week, Kevin, you're right. It's crazy. Uh... All right, we're, 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 it, we're out of time. All Just right, number 10, Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Million. Number nine, Paul Rudd with 41 million. Wow. Ant-Man. Number eight, Chris Evans with 43.5 million. And that, he is Thor? Captain America. No, Captain, Captain America. Captain America. Okay. Thor is Chris Hemsworth. Okay, He's Captain America, man. I can't keep oh, all you my... Gotta, you gotta move out. You need to move out. Such a commie. I can't keep all my Chris's straight. Sorry. The tie was Adam Sandler and Bradley Cooper. Oh, did not see that one coming. Mm. Yeah, uh, number five, Jackie Chan. Number four was a Bollywood actor, Akshay Kumar. Number oh, th- Akshay Kumar! Yes. How did I not get that? <laughs> number three, Robert Downey Jr. Number two, Chris Hemsworth, and number one, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Not impressed, you guys. Not impressed with you guys. Oh, not good guessers. Some birthdays for you: Kristen Wiig, Dua Lipa, James Corden, and Ty Burrell. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. I was uh, very interested in a story that Ali brought us uh, earlier this week about emojis. I mean, I I think I am a uh, modest user of emojis. I don't go overboard with them, but I think they're very effective. I like having them available to me. And I have on many occasions thought, why isn't there, fill in the blank, that emoji? Mm -hmm. And you had a story about somebody who went on quite the campaign to get theirs. Yeah, Kendall Jackson Winery wanted a white wine emoji. So they uh, they did a 19-page proposal to the emoji people <laughs> on why they needed it, and uh, it was declined. Why? They basically think it has to do with, oh, if we do a white wine, then we're going to have to do a rosé. Right. We're going to have to do it. a Zinfandel. Then no, we're gonna, you don't have to do all They're saying they're going to have to do all that. There's Nonsense. already a red wine emoji. There's already um, there's a champagne emoji. And there's a champagne, like two flute glasses clicking. A cheers, yeah. A cheers. So I feel like... Would it would it kill you to do a white wine? I feel like a red wine and a white wine emoji would cover 98% yeah, of the times that people would want to use a I wine emoji. I feel like that's true. Mm-hmm. And I also want to know how the guy filled up 19 yes. pages in that presentation. Uh, How's that I need possible? to release it. I need to read it. And I then need to meet whoever this Kendall Jackson person is. <laughs> and they've got a lot of time on their hands, so I know they can fit me in. <laughs> it's just too good. Now, before I tell you what the most requested emoji are and mm-hmm. we start taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067 on the emoji that you you wish you had. I understand our friend Jimmy Kimmel has been on a campaign yes. not too long ago for emoji as well. He wanted to get a meatball emoji mm-hmm. oh. and he went to the emoji people. By okay. the way, and I learned in this interview that once an emoji, always an emoji. They don't take any of them down or back. Well, or except oh. the gun. Oh, the gun. Okay, maybe the that was the out. exception. Yeah. But yeah. that's what she says is their policy yeah. is once it's there, it's always there. Mm-hmm. And there was no meatball. So Jimmy had a presentation. He had a little projector and a little screen. Mm-hmm. The meatball emoji. What is a meatball? Meat. In the shape. Of a ball. <laughs> We've done some market research on this. These are people who use emojis. These are people who enjoy meatballs. 
cross them over, 93% of the people of the world love both emojis and meatballs. I mean, including the vegetarians? Yeah. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and she, by the way, when Jimmy Kimmel there with cameras said, eh, we'll think about it. Ouch. <laughs> I don't know how they decide. I don't either. Because they must get a lot of requests. In 2019, 230 new emojis were approved for release this year. 230, huh? Yes. That's more than I would have ever expected. Agreed. Me too. I, I would think they they'd were... put like 20, 30, yeah. maybe 50 times. Yes. Uh, the number one emoji, by the way, again, your calls on the emoji that you wish we had, 1-800-520-1067. The number one emoji that has been requested by users, I think makes a lot of sense, and it is happy tears. It's an emoji with a sense of being proud or emotional in a happy way. Yeah, I, so they're not smiling, but it's a it's a sweet smile. Yeah, crying, happy crying with a smile. They're I kind of laughing. thought the two rivers of... You know, the, no, that's laughing, isn't it? Yeah, that's more laughing. I think because this uh, one is just a gentle smile, and it's like, oh, I'm tearing I've up. Never at known this. that emojis uh, are really about the person who's looking at them. <laughs> it's really a perspective thing. Um, I thought that was funny. I want to laugh in my face off. I'm tearing up though. Doesn't that make a lot of sense? Oh, I didn't see it. As I thought it was happy. Okay. <laughs> um, the the number two request is a salute emoji. I like is, that. W- okay. Which was also the, which was also a popular request in 2018 and in 2017. So it just shows the little emoji face and then a hand, you know, up there where you would salute. I like and that. That would be. I mean, that would be enormously useful for so many stories that you see that involve the military. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, a new white heart emoji came out this year, which had been a popular uh, request in the past. The demand is on now for a pink heart emoji. Lots of heart emojis. How many different hearts do we need? Seventy-six. Uh, so far, there is there is no uh, there is no pink. Let me see. Hang on. There's, there's there's red pink hearts. There's but they're like double hearts. There's a regular heart, yes. then like one up next to it. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me see what some of the other requests are. A Wi-Fi sim- symbol is a request. I like that. Okay. For, uh, why would you use that? Wi-Fi? Yeah. Do you have and then the thing? Do you have the Do you have the the emoji code? The Wi-Fi code. Oh, code. I see. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Wi-Fi takes so long to type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one that we Taylor Swift fans would love. Oh, which yes. is snake. Which is to make. They got that. Yeah. Which is to make a heart with your hands. Oh, so hands. Okay, I see that. Yeah, I can you know see I mean? that. that. Yeah, that would be something. It doesn't have to be a Taylor Swift thing. Well, but I mean... Because a yeah. lot of people do that. Uh, a grimacing face with smiling eyes is a request. A bashful face is another request. Okay. A woman in a tuxedo is a request, which apparently does exist on Twitter, but is not available on iOS. Here's one, Jensen, of interest to you. Mm-hmm. A man holding a baby is not available. There is a woman holding a baby, but not a father with a child. They get everybody ev- they knows get everything. Everybody Women. knows men don't hold their babies till they're two. <laughs> right? There's a man holding a baby. I'm looking at it. Um, oh. Interesting. Well, well, it's on the list of uh, on the list. Yeah, here, maybe they so. accepted it. So maybe they accepted it. It might yeah. just be a woman with short hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. A it's person, Katie Lang holding a baby. <laughs> uh, a person with crutches. A person with a cane. Oh. Not available. A lime. I mean, we got 11. A lime. Mm. Don't have a lime. And a couple more. uh, A honey badger. Yes, neat. (laughs) Oh, he don't care. Uh, (laughs) 
a, a black cat. Is there no black cat emoji? No. I don't think there is. Mm. That is a surprise. Yeah. Now, you have heard me complain about there being no ukulele mm-hmm. and being no accordion. I'm furious about yeah. both of those. And how would you use those? Well, obviously... You don't well, play either. I, first of all, I am a euchre, so I would you're, use You have one, you don't play it. Though. I am a euchre. When would you use it? Once a euchre, always a euchre. Second of all, any owl-related conversation, you'd play, you'd use the accordion, Weird right? Uh, clarinet. There is no emoji for a clarinet or a flute and no disco ball. Believe it or not, somebody no has... No disco ball? Believe it or not, somebody has requested a tooth a toothbrush. I think that makes sense. What, a toothbrush? A toothbrush. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to the dentist. Toothbrush emoji. Somebody would like to see... <laughs> I think that's Does good. that add anything to your conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would like to see more planets. So far, there's only Earth and the moon and the sun. Where are the, where are the planets? Where's your Saturn? Where's your Mars? Where's your anus? <laughs> <laughs> it was easy, but I appreciate so it. I appreciate it. And uh, two more before we go to the, uh, to the calls here is Casey, finger on the button girl... Great idea. She would like to see the spinning pinwheel of death as an emoji. When you are waiting on something. Oh, that's a great yeah. one. Wouldn't that be great? Because that I happens like that. so yeah. often. You know it what? happens all the time. You know what I'd like to see? What? Freckles. Someone with freckles. Oh, interesting. We need someone with freckles. We and have a thousand faces. None of them throw have some freckles. Dots on them. <laughs> and yes, there's a bear face emoji, but there's no bear like upright body emoji. And we need a bear. You need a full bear. Yeah, we need a full bear. A. For, How would you use that? Well, for me, I'd say, "Oh, here's a hug," and do the bear. Or for my gay friends, I'd be like, "You going out tonight, bear." There, hmm. got it. Yeah, uh, Christy like would that. also. Christy would also like, and uh, Kevin, I think you'd support this a mac and cheese emoji. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, where the hell is of that? Of course. All right. So let's get to your calls. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. You've heard some of the ones others have requested. What are you looking for, and why? Chris will get us started on line five. He's in North Hollywood. Chris, thank you for calling. Welcome to the Kevin Amin Show. What emoji is lacking that you need? Hey, party people. Hi there. Hey, uh, I want to see a moose emoji. A moose. And oh. w- w- why is that? How would you use that? Uh, well, you know, how wouldn't you use it? <laughs> it's a great point, it's a great Chris. I mean, he does it. have a point. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You convinced us. I don't have an answer for that. one 800 520 Your call's next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's uh, take one phone call from Emma. We're talking about emojis <laughs> and which ones we need. Good morning, Emma. Hi. Hi I think we need a rock emoji. A rock. Like, like Dwayne Johnson? No. Like, like rock and roll? No, there's a flower and a leaf. We need a rock. A rock. Just, now, a, just a rock. How, how would you how would you use a rock emoji? Like if you were gonna throw it at someone? Uh maybe, but like also me and my friends will play rock, paper, scissors over text in a group chat. Hmm. And there's oh. a paper and a scissors. So why not have a rock? That is brilliant, that is, by that is, the way. That's the smartest idea I've heard from emojis. Yes. Plus, okay. Kevin could send it to Robbie Joyner. <laughs> right. Also, it's an easier way to tell your friends you're stoned. <laughs> Emma, we will allow it. If we had anything to do with uh, making emojis happen, we would get that done for you. But thank you for the call. Maybe somebody's listening who can. The Kevin and Bean Show. Long emoji. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where's the bong emoji? Right. I, is that one coming? 
Uh, a bong I, I emoji. I don't see it on here, but you have to click like 18 different things to get okay. to it. Okay. What about uh, the weed leaf uh, from the 818? How about a marijuana, marijuana leaf yes. emoji? By the way, that's legal in half of America now. There certainly should be a weed leaf emoji. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for Adler to have his first phone <laughs> and get the weed leaf emoji. <laughs> Look, you're, you're, he's growing up in an age where marijuana is completely acceptable. There's no reason to hide him from the weed emoji. No, I hope he's a narc. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about emojis that don't exist that should at 1-800-520-1067. A lot of people have a lot of great ideas. We're getting some texts, uh, some calls. Let's go to Cameron. She's in Sherman Oaks up next. Line three, please. Morning, Cameron. Hi. Hi there. I'd like a, I'd like a blood emoji. I know they have the needle, but I need like a drop of blood. A drop Are you of- a vampire? So- what up? Are you a killer? Are you no, a woman? No, so when my husband said... Hey, what's up tonight? I just give the blood emoji. Oh, oh I see. Meaning you're going to stab Meaning him in don't his even, sleep. Don't even come it. home. Uh, I've got yeah, good we're, news. We're, you know, the red tide is upon us. Yeah. Feel, yeah, no, know? we got it. I've, no, no, yeah, I've we got good news for you, Cameron. It's mm-hmm. on its way. A blood drop oh emoji God, so is on its way. Let's take credit for it. Yeah, <laughs> we, talked, yeah. we talked him into it. Just looked to Apple. It's coming through. That's, that's, that's good news. It is good news. Except Apparently, your husband. Uh, they, had, they had submitted originally blood-stained panties. That was rejected. But undeterred, they sent in for a blood drop, and that has been accepted. Okay. About yeah. that. It's fortunate that your husband's girlfriend is on a different cycle. Right. I mean, there's that. Okay. (laughs) Glad we're all on the same page. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Danielle Sherman Oaks up next line four on K-Rock. Morning, Danielle. Hi. Good morning. Emojis we need. Emojis we need. Um, I'm mixed, so I don't see a lot of curly-haired emojis. Oh. Any, Any woman with curly hair, there's like a bunch of different shades of people, but... Different types of hair textures, I would say. Let me uh, let me say this to you, Danielle. Um, you have a sister in Anna who writes in, Dear Kevin and Bean, how about a person with the curly hair? Hmm. They have a black girl emoji, but she has straight hair, and we're not all Stacey Dash. Just saying. <laughs> well, thank God we're not all Stacey Dash. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's it's a great so, idea. It's so weird that they have gone so far with the various skin tones and stuff, but they're way behind on the hair. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, even redheads. Too. There's no redhead emoji or yeah. Well, that might be on purpose. Uh, okay, because <laughs> redhead people have no soul. Right. That's no. Right. Okay. No, there's now there are now redhead emojis, and for some reason I have curly hair emoji, and I can do any skin tone on that. Let me see what you're really? talking about. Yeah, I have Android, so maybe that. Oh, yeah. no. Get off our Dirty. phone. Beat it, Danielle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm make the switch. You got to. Yeah, I see all sorts of curly girls. Thank you for calling. All right, thank you for the call. Uh, here's a couple more that have been texted in. Same number one 1067 from the six six one. Wants a garlic emoji. Not sure why. Uh, Pirate wants a on Twitter at Kevin and Bean a Kevining emoji. How dare you? And also an empty gas tank for the Zero Club. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm. By Very the way, specific. garlic is on its way, as well as a yo-yo and a pinching hand. Oh, I'm so oh, happy I'm there's looking. a yo-yo. Here's some others in the 220 that were accepted for this year. I see a seeing eye dog. I see a skunk, a juice box. I see a, uh, a safety vest. Mm-hmm. These are all usable. Wheelchairs, prosthetic limbs, hearing aids. By the way, Veronica right. from Covina was asking where the hell a wheelchair is, and she's absolutely right. Way. Uh, from the 949, we need a mother effing sloth it's emoji. It's on its way. I'm so a excited. Sloth? Yes. I see a sloth. And he's hanging from a tree. <laughs> 
best. I mean, there's not much longer in 2019. We got to get this thing popping. Yeah. We're halfway done. Uh, how about this from the 909? Hey, guys, regarding emojis we need, how about a braces emoji or a smiley face with braces? How is there not one already, says Letty from Riverside. That's true. That's a great question. Braces. All I right. see a kite, a yo-yo. I see an ice cube. Mm-hmm. Sound like it's romper room, but I, I see a bunch of really cool things here. Let's go to Candace Fullerton up next, line six. I think we'll like this one as well. Candace, thank you for listening and for hanging on. What's up? Hey, I would like to see a pulling my hair out emoji. I'm tired of having to use like the car and the middle finger and the angry face to show how upset I am. <laughs> Even if it's my own fault that I'm late. All right. uh, pulling you, out your hair emoji is you need it's to smart. back. You need to back away from your phone, Candace. <laughs> I, I, I'm no doctor. It doesn't sound like you have a healthy relationship with emojis. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. The magnificent Dodger summer continues. Jensen, you and Beer Mug were cuddled in each other's arms and both yeah. fell asleep yeah. before this uh, walk-off victory last night? Yeah, I mean, not in the Dave, I'm too hot to stay way, but in a, <laughs> sort of our own, hey, we wake up early in the morning. But I went to sleep, it was one nothing, and then they, uh, then they ended up tying it up in the ninth, 1-1, and the Dodgers won in the 10th inning with another walk-off home run. High fly ball, right center field, forget about it, Muncy saves the Dodgers tonight. He's having quite a season. Yeah, Max it seems Muncy. like everybody's Everybody. having everybody's everybody's a pretty great season. Yeah. yeah, this is. I don't remember how many Dodgers were in the All Star game this year, but this is the kind of season where you send like seven guys to the All Star. Yeah, we almost traded Will Smith away, who's a rookie catcher. Oh, and, he's your favorite, and he's incredible. Had another home run last night. He is uh, quite a star. It's very exciting. Too bad Muggs' mom probably didn't see it, yep. but uh, oh well. Yeah. No way she sees that one. If they don't score eight in the first, she's out. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Jensen, why do you hate being a dad? That's not the case. <laughs> it's not the case. I genuinely love being a father. You wish your wife had never gotten pregnant? Is that what you no, were saying? That is not. I am so in love with little Adler, Lawrence Carp. I can't handle it. So he's been around long enough now that you're willing to pretend you will tolerate him, is what I hear. Not true. But at first, man, you couldn't have All gotten right. out of there faster. I feel like maybe Bean and I are not summarizing it accurately, okay. so maybe you can. Okay. Well, why don't we go to our good friend, Dr. Drew, who joins us on the phone, who is not only a smart guy and a practicing physician, he is also a father of multiple children, so he will have lots of thoughts on this. He has hey, triplets. Yes, he does. And yes, he lo- I do. And he, and he loves two of them so much, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Drew, how are you? Well, one of them doesn't listen to your show. You always told me I should hate that one. Yeah, sure, right, yeah. exactly. Um, Jensen, we're going to actually do the right thing here mm-hmm. and step step off and yeah. let you handle getting us into this topic. Okay, so I have an eight-week-old, eight and uh, we had some uh, fears up top. In the first month, he had a chylothorax. He had a Ooh. fluid in both lungs. Yes, it was My pretty, pretty serious. Yeah. And uh, we got out of NICU after a month, and he's been home now for a few weeks. And I've just realized, as a a first-time dad, the differences between maternity and paternity are so great. They are so overwhelming in the idea of the comfort level and instinct and uh, sort of direct, immediate connection with your child. And I am just wondering... Is is that a true science in in that kind of connection, or am I just not connecting as closely to my child as I should? 
Well, not only are you not connecting as closely, you're a fascist, you're a misogynist. How dare you make this observation? This is all culturally induced. How dare you say anything of the sort? You should be silenced and and fired immediately. Well, I have a pretty good feeling those will all be drops we're playing on the show for the next year. All right, thanks for joining us, Doctor. (laughs) So, of course, we have different evolutionary biological heritages. Of course, the predominant biology of the female is directed toward the needs of early childhood rearing. The mother is not even physically disconnected from the child for the first couple years of life. There is still, in, in, in our environment of evolutionary adaptiveness, the child was still dependent on the mom for food and connection and safety. And there is an entire science of how females attune to babies. Now, this doesn't mean that males are incapable. I am not saying that uh, two dads couldn't be just as effective as parents, but there's lots of literature about the uh, superiority or the more, more women can do it more easily and naturally, and we have to, as men, have to pay attention. And some of that, it's not a large piece. What's that? Jensen shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't feel bad. I, I used to walk behind my wife all day just going, how do you know that? How did you know that? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> the, baby's, what's the, the baby is telling you something? What are you talking about? Right. It was magical and bizarre. And a big piece of that is this biological process we call attunement. I would uh, refer you to the work of Alan Shore. There's just, just reams and reams of literature on this. And the fact that the right brain in the female, the more holistic bodily-based component, whereby a female can attune to the physical elements in a child, can be experienced consciously because of the large corpus callosum that female brains have. Oh, yeah, my wife does have a huge, huge corpus callosum. So, again, not making any judgment. There are certainly (laughs) plenty of females that are not as good as some males. It's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. But in terms of our biological evolutionary heritage, it's not even (laughs) – it's undeniable. And just in terms of oxytocin – well, oxytocin, you know, I, I know Sue Can Carter. Can we very use well. words I can understand? So oxytocin is a pituitary hormone. Okay. I know Sue, Sue Carter very well. She's the head of the Kinsey Institute, and she did the original research on prairie voles, showing that prairie voles that have high levels of oxy, oxytocin secreted by their pituitary bond with their, uh, their partners for life, and that we found that squirting oxytocin into people's noses makes them, more recept- <laughs> <laughs> makes them more receptive to, to intimacy, let's say. Okay. But yes, it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, so so you can learn to be uh, pretty uh, responsive and, and attuned yourself, but it, it's something that it, it's confusing to you in the early years of childhood, and you see your your spouse do it so naturally, it's it's uncanny. Isn't I it? didn't talk to my kids till they were six. <laughs> <laughs> you did the right thing. Um, here's, uh, but forgive me if this is a stupid question, Doctor Drew, but I mean, the baby has got to, I would assume, is much more comfortable with the mom because that was the environment for at this point over a year now for Jensen's baby or close to it, they and well, also the heartbeat, the mom's yeah, the heartbeat. heartbeat, is what the kid has heard. Since he had, since he grew ears, right? Well, but but again, uh, that that's that's a hard putt to make. But th- there's a genetic fittedness for sure, and y- and people argue about that and whether that genetic fittedness makes it more adaptive in the presence of the mom's attunement. But it's weird that the you know there's all this study on the gaze of mom and the gaze of baby. 
that shows that not only do their autonomic nervous systems start to become exactly attuned, but even like you know, your, your pupils have something called hippus, where they kind of they kind of go up. Look at your pupils sometimes. They kind of go in and out. They go up and down and up and down. And the hippus becomes exactly timed with the baby and the mom. Huh. It's, it's every bodily-based sort of phenomenon. And as men... We have to. We we sort of don't do it. We have to struggle to do some facsimile of that. Yeah, because I, honestly, like even if we're putting on diapers and we're both first time parents, first time we ever change diapers, and I I I'm smart. She's smart. We're both very smart people, and she'll just nail it every single time. And I'm like, oh, mine's too loose. I got to fix mine. And I I usually have such good instinct towards those things that even as physical as just how her how she's connected to putting on a diaper how she's connected to making him stop well, that's crying. of course the well-known diaper gene but anyway so, <laughs> but, but but there's another piece to this too that is really uh, and i just think un- i'll put it under unfair which is that the demands that babies put on mom i you just watch what happens it's like the baby puts a a vacuum tube up to the mom's soul and just yeah. starts sucking it out that what is asked of women is extraordinary. And then we also want them to go out and be high-level professionals and be perfectly uh, regulated emotionally and feel great and rested and have vitality. I mean, it is... And they have to look hot. And look, yeah, it's just uh, when you add what the, the way the babies deplete, literally physically through the feeding and emotionally in terms of the demand for attunement. And as dads, our job is to run interference and to try to give the, as much as we possibly can so the mom can breathe yeah, and right. maybe Take have a, a shower. life at the same time. That's true. Well, all, yeah. all I know is Jensen couldn't wait to ditch paternity that's, leave and come back to work. That's, that's all I know. That's not the case. I'm a great sous chef is what I say. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good I'm number two. Is- Babies are dicks to women, and we give everything to them. Babies are kind of dicks. <laughs> Allie, yep. you give everything to them, and, and well, you do Allie. it selflessly, and you do it without a note and without even seeming to think about it, and hats off. I, I, it's where, why I think well, the female you, brain Jim. and body is superior okay. and extraordinary. I appreciate you saying those things. I want to ask one more important question, and I don't remember if this staffer here at K-Rock consented to his name being used, so I won't use it. But we had somebody uh, in a conversation this week who said, I did not fall in love with my child the moment I laid eyes on him, as my wife did. I have grown to be just as in love, but it wasn't an automatic, instinctual thing when I first saw the kid. Is that unusual for a father? Well, he's an a-hole, but anyway. So, 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 yeah, No, no, it, 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 here's the other part that we don't talk about, which is that motivational system that is triggered in the female at the first sight and smell of the baby that makes that woman unable to be away from the child, to make it painful to be away. Mm. They have to fight in order to go to work, and the whole time they're preoccupied about, I got to get back, I want to get back, I can't wait. And that is a motivational system that's activated in women, and it's sometimes activated in men and may not be as powerful. They okay. should spray patchouli on a kid. I couldn't get away from that kid fast enough. Ooh, ooh, that's, that, you're, you're, the whole, I like the model, I like the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jetson, you feel better? Uh, no, I'm still leaving him when it's, you know, he's like five. Okay, <laughs> fine. DrDrew.com is where you want to go for all of his appearances, including, by the way, the good doctor doing a live Dr. Drew After Dark at Caroline's on Broadway Whoa. next Thursday what? night. On Broadway, everybody. Uh, All the podcasts are there. Dr. Drew, Midday Live, Monday through Friday from noon till 3 on 790KABC, where all the cool kids are on AM. And don't forget, you can download the Heal app at the App Store or Google Play. Dr. Drew, as always, great talk. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, what's happening? 
I don't, uh, I don't know how I feel about this new show that MTV is doing. Let me know your thoughts. Okay. It's, of course, from the network that brought you Catfish. This show is called Ghosted. You know what being ghosted means, right? Yes. Oh, do I? It's uh, <laughs> it's the act of ending a relationship by abruptly cutting off any communication without any explanation. My friends uh, totally went ghost on me. They just ghost you. They're they're gone. <laughs> that is half my life wondering why so many of my friends change their phone numbers. Mm. Right. So this is a new docuseries that follows the same premise as Catfish. It's going to feature hosts helping distraught individuals track down and confront former lovers, family members, friends, all in an effort to get to the bottom of why those people disappeared from their life. Hmm. So the people who are tracking them down, would they be Ghostbusters? Are you are you happy with that? Can you call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> Those people aren't going to want to be found. Uh, they don't want to be found. Yeah. And listen, if you're ghosted, chuck it up to that person wasn't ready to be with you. They don't want to be with you. Why do you need that closure? They just weren't that into you. So, Pascal, what's up? It just, it seems almost... I don't, I don't understand the show either. I don't want to say stalkerish, but basically you're like, why won't you respond to me? Why won't you get back to me? Why won't you... Let it go, man. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. creepy? It is creepy. To me, it's very creepy. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Jensen? They're gonna they're gonna track somebody down and they're gonna go, why did you ghost me? And you're gonna go, because of this right here. Yeah, because, because you're crazy. You're needy and crazy. Right. Beat it. Get off my property. But you could have at least told me. Like, let me know. And I have a feeling maybe a lot of these people did let them know and maybe. they didn't want to hear it. Delusionals. Hmm. Bean, what are you? I am the chosen one. What are your thoughts? Um, I'll be very surprised if they're able to get anyone to agree to go on camera Agreed. for a show like this. Well, but guess I'm, what? Also, I'm also surprised when the catfish guys go on camera, too. You know what I mean? The ones who have been pretending to be somebody else. And yeah, they but that's because the other person this. thinks they're like dating Usher. They're like crazy people. Yeah, <laughs> but the people on the other end, though, then end up on the show, too. So I don't, I mean, look, I'm intrigued by this, mm -hmm. which is more than I can say about most MTV shows. Well, so let's see where it goes. Uh, we'll see where it goes because it's premiering September 10th at 9 p.m with back-to-back -back episodes. All right. So this they lit. they have found people for <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, Bean, how quick did you set up that CBS Sunday morning show to record? I record that every week. It's one of my favorite shows of the whole weekend. Well, when you heard that Taylor Swift was going to be on, you had to mm -hmm. be like, maybe I'll just watch it live, right? I am very pleased, yes. She has a lot to say right now with her new album coming out tomorrow. Little snippets have been released, um, including whether she has plans to re-record those earlier songs after Scooter Braun purchased her old label and obtained the rights to the masters. And her response is, yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, very interesting. No further detail yet. Maybe we find out more on Sunday. But 
I just, I don't understand the legalities of that. If it's even possible, will she have to change some of the lyrics contractually? Are you allowed to change the lyrics? There's a lot of questions, right? Well, the short answer is she can't do it until November of 2020. Okay. But she does not own the masters to those songs, but she can re-record her songs anytime she wants, as all artists Notes can. Note, right? Mm-hmm. And sell them. Yeah. yeah. You can wow. make a different recording. In fact, if you've ever gone to Spotify and looked for a song and saw re-recorded afterwards, mm-hmm. that's because for whatever reason, they don't have the licensing for the original, so they put up a re-recorded version. So I'm very curious. Look, Jensen and I were talking about this yesterday because this is intriguing from a business standpoint. Sure. I would imagine that her first five albums that she's going to re-record have already sold at least 80 to 90% of what they're going to sell. Well, right? that's not 100% true. The, the, a couple things. One is that Scooter's investment is in the future, not in the past. He doesn't mm-hmm. make prior money. So he sees generations upon generations being able to find Taylor Swift, and he would make the money from that. On top of that, all of the sinks, all of the stuff when it gets into movies or TV, right. she will be pushing her new versions right. so that the publishing and her new recording are the things that get paid that out. That makes not sense Scooter. for any artist. Mm-hmm. That makes it, sense. Yeah, you want to own your masters, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And she does and she's not the first artist that has done this. You know, a lot of the 60s and 70s artists who don't own their masters went in and re-recorded those songs. And that's oftentimes what you hear in commercials. I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to hear what she's going to do with them, if she's going to change them up or if she's going to try to do them as close to the originals as as possible. But the originals still exist if right. we don't like whatever the new versions are. As a, a Swifty, how much has her voice changed in terms of going back and doing those songs? Would you even... Would she have to change octave? Like, what would happen? Oh, I don't think so. She's no? only she's only twenty nine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so. I think she could. I think she could recreate pretty close to what the originals were. As, but does she? But does she want to? I mean, would it? Would a thirty at the time a thirty year old Taylor Swift want to sing so, those songs from her first album when she was seventeen the way she did then? I doubt it. Well, she's performing them though. So yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what happens. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's very ugly. I wish there would have been a better way to work it, it out. It is gross, yeah. CBS says Swift um, will address that controversy and other topics like songwriting process, growing up in the business, her insecurities, life today. So it will all air on Sunday. So Bean will let us know on Monday. But I do know this. I know this. I like your assumption that none of the rest of us will watch no. it, yeah. um, which is accurate. She was on Good Morning America this morning, and Bean already is not happy. With the fact that he goes, she only did three songs. We're like, it's <laughs> three not. Songs. It's how many songs was she supposed to do? I would have liked the whole two hours of Good Morning America. <laughs> they just Taylor wipe Swift out in, news in Central Park. Yeah, there's They're nothing like, going on. The Amazon is on fire, but first, shake it off. <laughs> she only did three songs, <laughs> and you weren't happy with her song choice. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> um, I will tell you guys this though. If you want one more Taylor Swift, we fun, don't. Fun fact: we don't. You remember, Kevin, how much you mocked her lyrics in the uh, Brendan Urie duet? The, yeah, the, the spelling, spelling, spelling is fun. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember, yep, uh, yep, yep. Spelling is fun. Yep. She's taking it out of the song. Oh, <gasps> really? She's taking it out of the song. Suck it! So when the album comes out tomorrow and you go to stream or download it, it's not going to have spelling as fun on it. So now are you interested in making sure you always keep that version so you have it? Oh, I have it. 
This morning on Good Morning America, the audience sang it during that part where she didn't. Oh, well, so. now they're always going to sing it. It's going to be probably, part of the thing. Probably yeah. is. So. so what's the reasoning behind that? It's, it, it was it's, stupid? It's it was dumb. dumb. Yeah, okay. it was dumb. Okay. I think that's the reason it is. Well, at the time she said, I just, I did it because it was supposed to be a super lighthearted, not serious song. And I wanted to kind of, I wanted to, you know, to be that to be obvious. Mm-hmm. But I think most people just kind of were like, really? They didn't know it was obvious. They just thought, oh, Taylor sucks. I mean, it's tough to pull that off. I take that right the hell out, too. (laughs) It's tough. Maybe maybe you wouldn't have written it in the first place, Kevin. That's correct. (laughs) All right. And lastly, um, remember when Bean did his uh, great news about the husband of a woman that was murdered in El Paso with the... uh, the Walmart shooter. Yeah. That wasn't the great news. Though. That was not no. the great news. The great news was that as so many people came together from all over the country and some from all over the world to come to this woman's funeral because her husband said, we didn't really have friends and we have no family. I'm all alone burying no one else. my yeah. wife. Yeah. And there were people that streamed in from everywhere. Well, um, hours later... Um, his car was stolen. What? Oh, come on. His Ford Escape was stolen, and then they found it. It had been completely vandalized, and they were like, what the heck is going on? But Casa Ford Lincoln, a local dealership there in El Paso, quickly moved in, and they gave him keys to a new vehicle, which... Viva la France. I mean, what is happening in El... Viva la France. What? I don't know what's happening in El Paso, but good what Lord. What a roller coaster of emotion that I know, guy's on. That Oof. poor guy. It's just too much. It's too much. But that this is... This will blow your mind. Okay. Great news that That's he... Bad. ...now has a, a, a new car. So... Already naked. Yes, if you're already naked, this is for you. I mean, it's great news, but I don't want to get naked to it. And you got to be 21 to okay. get in, unfortunately. To get in where? Sunday. Okay, <laughs> on Sunday? All right, so be Do naked. people still record? Well, we better record this, actually. Well, we're on the air right now. I so, think Rodney sounds confused, you is, guys. Yeah, what is he talking about? Mm. You know, no. Um, right. Okay. All right. You don't know. Crocodiles. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Crocodiles. Llamas. I do love llamas. And I got another new band. They're mm-hmm. called Dos Aparacitos. <laughs> I'm sure that's right. He mm-hmm. is fluent. Cocoon. Yep. Oh, good movie. Good movie. Baruch Asad. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like he's going to Baruch Asad. I know. I thought he was going to do a Hebrew prayer there. <laughs> Leather. Leather is something that you can wear. Peanut butter. Also that. Baby, come on. <laughs> what is happening you right must now? Have thousands of words. <laughs> Here he is, Keith Richards. Well, tonight, right? At the Rose Bowl? Hey, baby. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, Sweet thing. I think we're good. Um, some birthdays for you. <laughs> Kristen Wig. Ah. Tua Lipa. <laughs> Tie me down. Oh. <laughs> James Corden. Blazed. And Ty Burrell. Too much wine? <laughs> I think he does own a bar in Salt Lake City. Perfect. Oh, and that's what's happening. Mugs Bunga. Oh. 
Where are you going today? Today I will be uh, Hot Topic Stop Number 6 in Lakewood at 317 Lakewood Center Mall. We're going to be hanging out, giving away tons of tickets, gift cards, but more, most importantly, the new K-Rock sticker where you can enter yourself for a chance to win a private performance with Billie Eilish, a meet and greet with you and a friend, and a 2019 Honda Fit. Crazy. Let's that, go. Yeah, let's right. go, let's Rodney. Go, you coming with me. Uh, today from 1 to 3 at the Lakewood Center Mall, and I always hear Lakewood is always up to no good. Sunny afternoon. Kyle, what's wrong with you? A lot happening right now. Wow. Turn up. <laughs> <laughs> a 5 p.m. commercial free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness of the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. <laughs> Friday morning, an all-new show. That's tomorrow, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Daydream Festival tickets for The Cure tomorrow. Uh, you were in public and partial nudity, and it was accidental. We're going to take your calls. Come on. Right. <laughs> Comedian uh, Jonah Ray will join us. All right. And keep it 100 because it's Yes, Friday. what a show. Right. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. That sounds pretty bad, but I don't speak asshole. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.